love, kindness, human connection. These are some of the things we talk about on the Danny Painter Show. It's a thing. This show is intended for a more mature audience. We might sometimes say bad words. This week we're chatting to someone who lives across the road from one of the most haunted hotels in the world. Part of a new Netflix documentary and part of American Horror Story, Pete Monsingo takes us to the Cecil Hotel. Was up all night actually doing like I was live streaming the Hotel Cecil all night. So I did see. I did see. Oh, you did? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it, it 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 works out great for me because your all night is my all day, so I can just have it on my other screen and just like just leave it there. That's while true. I'm like working and stuff, yeah, it's really really cool. And, and you don't have to get scared because it's not nighttime. So, although I was getting really earlier, and I was like, this might not be the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> for real, I mean, people are seeing crazy stuff, so um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm really, really stoked to speak to you. There's no intro. We just kind of start. So I feel like we've started already. This is Pete Monsingo. He's a TikTok star. He's also a singer. But most importantly, most importantly, he lives across the road from the Cecil Hotel. And that's why (laughs) he's here. Because he has a YouTube channel where he streams live streams of the Cecil Hotel. And he's done a really, your video on the Cecil Hotel was my favorite by far. My by (gasps) far. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. That took me forever. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I can I tell you, so I became obsessed with the Alyssa Lamb story when top fives, one of my favorite YouTube channels, they covered it in one of their top five mysteries. And I think it was about a year or a year and a half ago that they did it. And then Netflix obviously picked it up and now it's big across mm-hmm. the world. But your video was my favorite. Also, <laughs> you've tried to get in. So First things first, before we even get into the Cecil Hotel, tell me about you. Who are you? Where are you? What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hi, guys. I'm Pete Mozingo. I um, live in Los Angeles, downtown LA. Um, I'm a singer, and that's kind of my first thing. And then since the quarantine, I turned into a TikToker and a YouTuber, and now I'm here. You say that like you don't have five million fans on TikTok. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I'm just, I'm just a TikToker. Just be one of my like 100 people that watch my videos. <laughs> well, it feels like I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like I have that many followers because I've been quarantining, so it's not like I've been going out and like meeting people, you know. So I guess I haven't really like experienced what it's like to have five million followers yet <laughs> you're obviously loaded though right like i mean obviously tiktok is just sending bags of money to your apartment no not at all i actually i don't even have a tiktok representative um they like ignore me i think they hate me low-key and like <laughs> i love tiktok because i did so i've been doing so well on there so i'm like why don't you guys like show me a little love but i don't know uh I, i've I definitely have gotten like a little bit of money for sure i mean from like the creator fund or whatever but um, not as much as you think. It's kind of sad. <laughs> oh my gosh, I thought like once you hit a million followers on TikTok, you're good. You're sorted like for life. Yeah, for some people. Oh. <laughs> and you know what it, oh, is? it might get there. I know what it is. What? I know what it's the curse. what it's the curse from over the road. 
there it is you <laughs> yes we solved the mystery <laughs> the Cecil I knew it it's always at the bottom of everything <laughs> okay so Pete you've lived across the road from the Cecil hotel for how long um a couple of years like two years ish okay and for the time that you've been there obviously it's been uninhabited it's been closed mm-hmm completely closed um I've been hearing lately I guess people are saying oh no there are a couple of people who live there like I can book rooms I can do all these things but um when you go online like it's actually on a lot of these websites where you can book rooms but when you click like purchase it'll say error so um that's not real um but they've left it on these websites for some reason and then the people who are living here, I, I, I don't believe it, honestly, because I've never seen anyone go in or out of the hotel like ever. The more I've been online, the more I've been talking to people, people are like, yeah, like ask the guard, um, you'll see and all this stuff. So I don't know. I, I, I won't believe it until I hear it from, from somebody downstairs. So I'm actually going to go uh, in the next couple of days and like try and talk to somebody and ask them to like get to the bottom of that. You've obviously lived across the road from the Cecil Hotel for longer than the Netflix documentary has been out. Talk to me a little bit about bef- the time before the documentary. What, were there people trying to get in? Was there like a ghost hunting situation? Like, was it weird even then or is this hype? Okay, so before the Netflix documentary and all that, um, it was actually creepier because I was posting about the Cecil Hotel like a year before it became popular. So I was like, this is what I'm noticing. These are the lights that are turning on. This is um, the, like the shadows I've been seeing and like these figures and stuff. Um, and I, nobody cared, you know, people would just walk past the hotel and like the hotel was closed. No one cared. There were no crowds, nothing. And um, of course, like people know of the hotel, but it was never really like back in the limelight. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing is when the documentaries came out now, it's like, everybody's down there like every day all day you see tourists you see people taking pictures friends scaring each other at like 4 a.m <laughs> um which i have to like sleep through and yeah I, I don't know i think i've seen more strange things before the hype and now since it's officially under construction now it's hard to differentiate what's construction and what's like unexplainable tell me some of the because i feel like it's almost like living across the road from a cemetery. Like a lot of freaky <laughs> stuff has happened there. And researching this before I wanted to speak to you, Richard Ramirez stayed there. An Austrian serial killer stayed there who was actually convicted and then released. And then he stayed there and then people started going missing. But also there have been <laughs> so many random suicides, a lot with poison. Mm-hmm. And then if you watch the Elisa Lamb video, it kind of looks like she's drugged or there's something definitely going on because it's almost like she's she's trying to feel her way around if you watch the footage it's really crazy so tell me what have you seen so i kind of covered this in my youtube video a little bit but i i've seen like shadows um randomly uh i I even captured one on camera like four or five months ago i i I saw this really random like bigger dude who was like in his 60s smoking a cigar when the hotel was closed um in the middle of the night and he was like looking at me and that was it was really trippy the whole thing was just really scary and i wanted to move out like that night (laughs) um because i was like what is going on let's see i've seen like the fire alarms would go off which is weird because why are the fire alarms going off and they'd be going off like four hours in the middle of the night but the things that scare me i guess the most more than like every anything else that i've seen is just a little when i started becoming obsessed with watching this over the last year 
it's just the little, little tiny things that change from, you know, a day to maybe a week or something like there'll be a light that's just on the whole entire night. And then the next day it'll be it'll, the next night I'll notice it off or it'll be on for like a week and then it'll just be off randomly. And then like a fan will be on in there and it, it won't turn off for like a month or <laughs> like the little like changes in like the blinds from, you know, one day to the next, like most of the time you you don't really notice or like it it hasn't changed but when they when it does like I, I like and I'm taking pictures I'm obsessed so like I like I have the receipts you know like I'm like okay so if no one's in there then why is it it's not just like the same windows you know it's just all slightly different places everywhere and like it's that creeped me out the most I don't know personally how you, how you still live there I don't think I would <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I think now I'm a little desensitized, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think these live streams and like these crowds outside are actually helping me because yeah. it makes me feel like I'm not like totally alone. But yeah, there's some nights for sure where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna Bible, my salt, like my, <laughs> my garlic, my like whatever else I can get, like close all the blinds, like shut all the windows, you know. But um, for the most part at this point, like I'm not totally creeped out anymore. Okay, but weird stuff has actually happened in your apartment while you were speaking about the hotel, right? Yes, yes, yep. Um, Twice now. The first time happened, I would say about a year ago, I had a friend over and I was telling him about that fire alarm that went off. And I'm like, I hate to even talk about it with you, man, because like, I feel like I'm we're looking over right now and they're listening to us like the ghosts. (laughs) Um, And right then my fire alarm went off in my in my unit and nowhere else. Just my unit. And I wasn't, I wasn't cooking, you know, there's no reason for an alarm to go off. Um, I mean, I like cried that night. I was like, oh my God. And then um, a couple of days ago when I was going to go into the hotel, I had a friend come over to like help me film. And she used to be my roommate actually. And um, we were talking about how we're about to go downstairs and randomly in the other room, the radio just turned on. And I know that happens sometimes like, you know, with Alexa or whatever, but that's never happened ever with me here. So I took that as like a, well, funny timing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you wanted to actually go into the hotel, which I think is madness. I think like, don't mess with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't mess with it. You're going to like Ryan Murphy nailed it <laughs> in American Horror Story. He based mm-hmm. the hotel, the Cortez on, on the Cecil hotel. And I just feel like one shouldn't, um, why do you want to go there? Why? <laughs> because everyone was asking me to. I don't know. I was like, I promised myself and everybody, like, there's no way I would ever go in. Because um, even walking by, you, like, feel this, like, weird energy, you know? Um, mm. And I didn't want – I'm I'm a happy person. I don't want that, you know? So I um, got convinced <laughs> because I got the opportunity to go. And it seemed like it was, like, good to go, like, 100% done deal. And um, – so I was like, mom, I even asked my mom, like, should I go? And she's like, go. She's like, just convince yourself don't, ghosts don't exist that night. Just like get in the right mental state and like, just, just know nothing's going to happen and you'll be fine. Um, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, so I did my best and tried to do that. And I think I was mentally pretty prepared and it was nice that to have, well, I was going to go in with the group, you know, yeah. it wasn't going to be like my, I would never go in by myself. Oh my God. And um, I saw you posted that it didn't happen. You right. couldn't get in. Yeah. So apparently um, what my group was saying was, because you're supposed to go in at like 1030 or 11 p.m. 
Um, but I had advertised it so much on like Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I mean, I hyped it up and like, I, that's a um, <laughs> mistake <laughs> because there were a bunch of crowds outside, like watching my live stream as they were watching us and like um, <laughs> trying to take pictures and, uh, you know, being really loud, which I loved, honestly, because I felt like we we're all doing this together. But um, I didn't just didn't put two and two together like, oh, yeah, what we're doing is already sketchy. So why would I draw a bigger audience to the hotel? I'm an idiot. Um, so that's apparently why it didn't happen is because okay. I guess people found out. Are you going to try again? Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. I mean, I I don't know if you're brave or stupid or a little bit of both. And I say that with the most love in the world and the most respect. Like I would never, ever, we have a haunted hospital in South Africa. And I think, um, next but one of one of the guys on youtube did a, a documentary on it it's called the kempton park hospital and it was the stupidest thing i've ever done going there it's abandoned and it was dark and it was uh, like a night after a couple of beers and we were like that is a, the best idea we should go oh no so we went there and we bribed the guards and we got in and i just remember thinking like, I'm really not afraid of the ghosts. I'm afraid of the other people that could be living here that, like, mm-hmm. might want to steal an iPhone that is the only light that we have <laughs> that we're waving around, right? Especially in South Africa, mm-hmm. Joburg. Like, stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would never, I would never want to go in there. But um, you also do, you're, you're doing these great live streams on YouTube, which I'm super grateful for. I love them. I'm, obs- I'm obsessed. Oh, you You've made me obsessed. Like I'm this whole South African and I'm like, oh, I saw the cur- I saw the window move. Like it was vibrating. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it's just such a cute little community that you have with all of us obsessive Cecil Hotel people. So talk I to me know, about, it's fun. Talk to me about the live stream because you're kind of sharing your life and your view and your apartment with us. Yeah. So, I mean, just a live stream is, honestly, I didn't even know what to expect. Like I, I wasn't even doing anything really much on YouTube until I did that Hotel Cecil video and that kind of blew up. So I was like, oh God, okay, now everyone like loves my content from Cecil. <laughs> so I guess I'll just start doing live streams because I'm staying up with myself at night anyway, like with my binoculars, like watching. So might as well have like people here with me. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And you guys just all started like hanging out and had a community. It felt like a sleepover. It felt like um, we we're all in like high school, you know, like uh, hanging out <laughs> and like getting scared together. And um, <laughs> I think that's what kind of, I don't know. It, it was, it's, it's just been really fun for me. And it's not even like, it's something like, oh my God, now I have to like live stream. It's like, oh, I'm like really excited to live stream now. Um, I just don't know how long I'm going to be live streaming in the future. You know, I feel like, as soon as the hype of the, the hotel dies down, like, um, or as soon as they renovate it, actually, like I can't spy on those rooms anymore because people will be living in there. So we're about to enter like this new chapter of the Hotel Cecil's history, um, or you know what I mean? So I'm gonna be curious to see what, what happens when that, when, when that goes down, you know, like where will we all be like in, in the community here? Like, are we, are we gonna find something else to, to explore in there are we gonna you know so um who knows what's what's gonna lie ahead but for now it's really fun i super enjoy it and i'm so happy everyone's there 
I feel like you shouldn't stop live streaming though because I was watching another YouTuber and um, they actually got in and they went into all the rooms and they got into the elevator and they went they went everywhere. And one of the things that they said was it's going to be renovated, um, but it's not going to stop. And I was like, yes, oh, that's good. You should be you should be live streaming that shit because I want to see. I want to see. <laughs> that's true. So, dude, what are you hoping to see? Like, what would what would either scare you enough to no longer <laughs> do it, or hype you up so much that you're like, I'm never ever ever looking away again. Some sort of spiritual, like demonic entity looking at me, like piercing eyes something like looking into my soul i think that at that point i'd be like got the hint packing up i'm actually gonna move now so see you later you know like that would be probably that um i'd be like got it um but if you know these little things that we're finding like you know like that random fire that we saw and like the flash in the window and like all these things that we're noticing with the vibrations and you know i'm those are just it makes me more curious makes me want to keep live streaming um because you guys are catching things that i don't even catch and it's cool that we all see it. It's not just me and like my word against the world. It's like, no, we're all here now. <laughs> you know, I've always, <laughs> I've always, always said that every time we had like ghost things, like when you're little and you're growing up and you play Ouija board, don't tell my mom or go to the cemetery, <laughs> don't tell my mom when you're like 15 and you go sneak out for the night. Um, I've always said, I never want to see something alone. And I think that your community has definitely brought all of us weirdos together, but we're safer in numbers. So we'll all do it together, even though you're actually alone and you live over the road. Like, we yeah. forget that you're there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys can just turn off the phone and go to bed. Like I can't turn off the phone. Like it's right here. So, but it doesn't matter. It still feels like you guys are with me. <laughs> are you ever genuinely afraid? Yes. Yes, I'm, I am so scared of supernatural things. I mean, that's like, I'm more scared of the supernatural than I am of like a murderer. And I don't know why, but um, it's just like the fear of the unknown. And like, you know, like, what is that? Instead of, oh, he's going to kill me. It's like, what's going to happen, you know? Um, so I don't know how I got sucked into this whole <laughs> Hotel Cecil thing because that's so not my element, but I definitely am a little bit... Um, interested in it i think me being so scared like definitely contributes to that like it's yeah. it's almost yeah it's like it makes me more curious in your youtube you ask people you are on you like would you stay here would you stay there um me yeah no oh okay no I was, way not, i would I was never like stay there no absolutely not i mean maybe if i had like <laughs> 10 people with me <laughs> um <laughs> But not by myself. No way. Mm -mm. You, what about you? No, no, no. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna no. live across the road from that place. I'm telling <laughs> you now. There is no way. Like no way. And also, if I'm living across the road from it, I'm getting blackout curtains, and I'm never seeing <laughs> like ever. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> See, that's not fair because I didn't know that. I, I didn't know about Hotel Cecil when I moved in. So, I, I just had no what I was getting myself into so and now I'm stuck because I signed a lease so I genuinely do think though that if I were in your situation I think it would be like one of the bitter things that had happened to me because it is actually cool and you're kind of living through some weird macabre history for our mm -hmm. generation 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was. That's what I was telling people last night, actually, on the live. If you were listening, it's like I kind of realized that um, this hotel has been standing for like a hundred years, and there's been so many like chapters of it. And I just kind of had this realization, like, even though, like, in a very, like, I, I'm not really attached to it. I'm not in there. I'm not experiencing what those people experience. It's like we're we're all still part of like this chapter of um, when it was closed. You know, like my YouTube videos and my TikToks will still be online for years, and people yeah. can go back and be like, "Oh, that was when that happened." Like, we're part of like a certain chapter of it, which is super cool. We're part of the story of it, and um, not a lot of people can say can say that. If the new PR team for the new hotel, whatever they're going to call it, come to you and offer you a lot of money to take all of that stuff down so that you don't like <laughs> the name, will you do it? Um, I mean, if it's like a gazillion dollars, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, if it's not worth my time, like, I mean, no, I don't want to. This is like history, you know, this is, yeah. this is it, it's, it's cool. I don't know. Probably not unless they offered me a lot. Pete, what does one take with them when one is going to explore this hotel? Like, obviously, I don't know, holy water, salt, crucifix. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I packed in my backpack um, all of the above. <laughs> I was like, just in case I'm going to, like, I poured, like, salt in my backpack. I put, like, my two Bibles in there. One was, like, the messenger and one was just, like, the holy Bible. I didn't think I put, like, the Book of Mormon in there. I, like, um, put, like, garlic in there. I put um like I sprinkle myself with holy water and like essential oils that like protect me I'm like I'm covering all my bases just in case like one thing doesn't work um but I think I think what honestly like bottom line for me um is just mentally getting into the position where I was like okay it's cool you're not gonna see anything you're good if you do it's not there (laughs) um and you can always run you can always just run out of the hotel are you sure (laughs) I'm going to tell myself that. What if it's like rose red and it just keeps you forever? I'm not, I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist in my, in my fantasy world. <laughs> I promise you I will tell generations about your YouTube channel <laughs> and I will share your story with everyone. <laughs> Well, that's so nice of you. Thank you so much. And and I'll edit the Wikipedia page um to like excuse well, like you, it'll be fine. Next documentary is all about Pete Monsegor. <laughs> oh God, let's hope that doesn't happen. But yeah, I got to be careful for sure because if there are dark, if there is dark energy in there, like <laughs> I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't mess with it. You know, I don't want to end up in a water tower or <laughs> locked in a, a room. You know. Or just randomly taking poison because some dark entity is forcing you to take poison. I don't know. I, like, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh. See, now I'm having second thoughts. Now I'm like, <laughs> oh, if I had the opportunity to go in again, I don't know if I'd go in. <laughs> no, you have to go. Now it's too late now. I'm invested. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm invested. Yeah. You, have to, you have to show us what it's like inside. But um, you... You're brave. Um, you you really are brave. But genuinely, though, I struggle to leave a scary movie behind when I go to bed. You live across the street. How do you remove that hotel and what you're seeing? Because there is, you are definitely seeing things. I've seen the live stream. Things are happening. But like stuff like the old man smoking a cigar who looked at you or um, 
the windows rattling or a water bottle that flies across the room or the alarm mm-hmm. that goes off. How do you remove that from your everyday life and just actually go to bed and carry on? Um, in regards to the hotel, I just face the other way <laughs> in bed. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know why I don't even shut the curtains. I just like to have the window open and the curtains open. I just like, I just like, I, the only reason why though is because I moved downtown because I like the whole city vibe. So like, I always want to hear it and I always want to like feel the cold air and, you know, um, so <laughs> that weighs more to me if I'm facing the other, if I'm not looking at the hotel. Um, but I think now, like in regards to just everything, um, I think I've just become a little desensitized mm. to it. Like I was like in the first year, I definitely was tripping out. Um, and then as I started becoming more obsessed with it, then um, it's like, oh, I kind of know what to expect now. Oh, something just happened. So I think that's, that's really it. And then not thinking about that too much, like not thinking about like the bad consequences also help because, you know, like I've heard stories of people who, would come come inside and they're like knives laying around, you know, like because their place is haunted or like people calling their names. I'm like, if that happened to me, I I mean, I don't know what I would do. I I would lose it for sure. I would go, I would go mental, 100. Um, percent But I I think I just blocked that out of my mind. Like that's not gonna happen. Like little things may happen, but it's okay. You know, I'm not doing any harm. I'm not poking the bear too much. <laughs> um, I guess that answers your question. Um, I, you know, I don't like, even know. I, I believe it, but obviously there's a part of me that's like, ah, it's just, it's just, it's in your head. Like it's not really real, but after talking to you today, like I'm, I'm kind of convinced that it might be really real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, my guess is as good as yours. Like all I, all I have is just what I've shared with you guys and what you guys have seen. And, um, who knows? Maybe there's some rational explanation for everything. And I'm hoping there is. But what really gets me is just the dark history. You know, it's like what you were saying earlier, all those really weird things yeah. that have happened in the past. It's like, you can't discredit those. You have to like, take that and be like, okay, what does that mean now? It's also really weird for us. Um, I think, especially South Africans, because as soon as something's abandoned, they cut power, they cut water, they cut everything mm-hmm. to it. And it feels like you guys are um, like in, in some of the documentaries that I've watched, you guys are experiencing quite a big homeless problem. And I feel like this hotel could have helped people like to at least shower or get access to water or sanitation. And True. it's all still working and it's all still there, but it's, almost like it's forbidden. Yeah, I, I don't know why. And I know a lot of people, it, it has been weird that the power has just been on for the yeah. past couple of years. Like that was one thing where I was like, why? Like, that's not normal. You know, like usually they would cut it off. Um, but yeah, with you saying that, why wouldn't they have helped some of the homeless population? Why wouldn't they have allowed people in to stay in some of the rooms? You know, um, that is that is really sad, but it's also like, at least in Los Angeles, like it's, it's so like doggy dog world mm-hmm. over here to where like, I don't think business owners are going to care about that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, it's, it's really sad because um, there is like a couple blocks that way. It's, it's tent city. So you have like, yeah. you know, tents lining up on both sides. Like you can't even really drive through the street. Like the, the stoplights don't really matter because you have to stop for people going around. They're like papers in the air see people shooting up you see people i mean it's really sad and it looks really dangerous um 
So if those people were able to like, I mean, there are 700 rooms, you know, like that'd be 700 people that would have at least a little bit of a shelter when it's cold or, you know, some water. The people that are in the hotel or the person that owns the hotel obviously isn't in for that. So you're going back. Mm -hmm. You're definitely going to go back. That is the plan. I I actually wrote the owner yesterday, a long email. Um, I don't know if that'll do anything, but I tried. I'm also talking to like a couple other like YouTubers who said that they could maybe get me inside. Um, I have learned, I will not say anything this time. So next time I say I'm going in, I will be inside. (laughs) No ifs, ands, or buts. So um, it'll be a surprise to everybody. Um, And as long as I'm there with like a couple people, I, I won't be as scared, so. Where to from here? I mean, you're going to have to find something else that's haunted and scary to play with now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if I will, honestly. Um, Just because, like, again, I'm in a band. So we we actually were in South Africa um, a year and a half ago. Um, So I know we could have said, what's up? Um, But so if we're going to be touring a lot again, I don't know if I'd be able to go to a lot of these haunted places or whatever. But maybe on tour, I can check out haunted places on tour. That actually might be perfect. Use the label's money. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. No, um, that's that. genius. You, um, please don't come for me, haunted people on Discovery Channel, but you <laughs> are so much better than them because you're really real and they're really Aww. not real. And every time I watch that, I'm like, that's a load of shit. Like, that's not real. Yeah. But I watch your live stream and I'm, and I'm like, no, that's real because this is a live stream. Um, right. No edits. <laughs> I definitely think you should please, please, please label, send them on tour so that they can go and explore haunted things around the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody needs to sing. No one wants to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's genius, though. I'm actually, I'm, I'll explore that opportunity if that happens. That, that's genius. And when you guys are back in South Africa, you have to, you have to let me know so that I can take you to some haunted things here. Yeah, because you're gonna know all the all the spots. Back to that hotel or that hospital that you went to. I will wait outside, very cautiously optimistic <laughs> of your return. You can't. You're the tour <laughs> guide. I'm I'm forcing you inside. You have to come. I am not doing that again. Um, I don't know if you're superstitious or not, but the Twitter had just happened here, and it was the the night that I tweeted that we were on our way there. Um, and I only realized that the next morning it was my 666 tweets. I'm not even kidding you. Okay. Yeah. That's creepy. Yep. Creepy. That's creepy. I was terrified. It was the noises, just the, but I don't want to freak you out. Cause I think you're going to feel the same. Did you quickly tweet one more time? I just have to know <laughs> after you realized it was 666. I, I only you? realized the next morning and it was too late. Oh, it was the next morning. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I spent, I spent about four days in abject terror that I was cursed now. <laughs> um, I legit, I, I burned sage, Pete. I, I was legitimately afraid. I was like, Good. what has happened? Because there were stories of people because they just left the hospital, right? They abandoned everything. Mm-hmm. Papers, um, uniforms, beds, oxygen chambers that we need now. Just left there. Like everything is left there. So when you walk nope. in, there's just papers everywhere. And it's files, people's actual medical records. Um. Yeah, so people were taking stethoscopes and um, scrubs out of the hospital every time they went there. And there were so many stories of people having to actually go back and put the stuff where they found it. Um, And there was a disclaimer on a Facebook group, and they were like, don't take from that hospital. 
<laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack. Okay, so you have to come to South Africa so you can you can come and explore, but you can first um, test your urban exploring at your hotel. Exactly. And actually, one more thing I wanted to say is um, there somebody, do you, did you ever watch The Conjuring? Yes. So, you know, Ed and Lorraine. Uh, yes. So their um, son's like girlfriend reached out to me and said that um, the son took over the business and he'd be down to um, next time he's in LA or, you know, maybe this week, like on uh, a zoom or something like try and read the energy of the hotel. And so um, I'm thinking that you heard of your first. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I don't know if it's going to actually happen yet because I'm waiting on the confirmation stuff, but um, how insane would that be? I like that to me, that's like way reputable because of just everything I used to research about Ed and Lorraine and all that. because Same. I was obsessed. Same. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Wow. So um, if, if that happens, then I mean, I will be posting that everywhere because that's going to be some good information. My heart is beating really fast for you. Like, I'm actually <laughs> <nervous>. <laughs> because- yeah. And she even was like, we have the Annabelle doll too. She was talking about like, we have the original. I'm like, don't bring that, please. Bring it. Don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> This is great. Okay. When, once you've spoken to them and you've done your thing, please put me in touch with them so that I can speak to them. I have so much okay. to ask them. <laughs> okay. For sure. Um, if yeah. it happens though, I don't know if it's, we're just talking right now, but I, I'm so excited about it. I had to say something because it is crazy. I like, that would be insane. I, you, I don't know. That's, that's that's levels hey like you are now in the top tier level of of esoteric and spiritual things and dark oh god <laughs> oh god see i don't want that but i'll take it for now i guess <laughs> i mean if if it gets you views <laughs> <laughs> that and if i don't if i don't have to feel like um i'm so alone you know people are with me then it definitely helps yeah, until you can start seeing the people that are with you that you couldn't see before. That might be a problem. <laughs> oh, God. Well, now I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, it's daytime for you. It's nighttime for me. I'm going to be walking around my house switching on all the lights as I go. <laughs> yeah, you're like, don't touch any ca- cabinets. No cabinets here. Yep, yep. <laughs> Not on any planes tomorrow. <laughs> like, where is the stage? I need the stage. Like, click all the corners. Pete, thank you. This is really fun. I know that it's a very heavy topic and it's pretty dark, but I've had a really nice time chatting to you. Same. Thank you so much for reaching out. Um, I didn't know what to expect, but you're awesome. <laughs> this is like, this is a fun chat. Like, um, you got me, got me some, some things to think about. Where do we follow you? Um, also, before you tell me that, um, I follow you on Instagram and I really love your mom. So please tell her I really love your mom. Yeah. Yeah, I will. So I'm Pete Monzingo on TikTok and YouTube and Twitch. Um, and then I'm Pete5West on Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to say, um, I, I don't know if I should say good luck. I don't think I should say the drama <laughs> version, but um, good, good, good luck. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that makes me feel great. <laughs> Have fun. I'm very excited. I will continue watching your live streams. Everyone, please watch the live streams. Pete, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Remember, you can catch the full video on xotv.me and you can meet us in kind of real life. 
Thanks to DJ Chuck for the music. You can catch him at www.chucksprosound.co.za. New episodes on Jackpot and ExoTV every Monday. Love you.